0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: stage. One nigga front my face on the front page. Only if I had one gun, one girl, and one crib. One God to show me how to do things is sun dead pure. Like a cup of virgin blood. Mixed with 151. One sip will make a nigga flip. Writing names on my hollow tips. Plotting shit. Mad violence. So I'm going body this hood? Politics is it. Leave bodies chopped up in garbages. Seeds watch us grow up and try to follow us. Police watch us roll up and try knocking us. One knee I duck. Could it be my time is up my love, I got up. The cop shot again. Bust stop glass bursts A bean drops of Heineken. Ricochet in between the spots that I'm hiding in. Blacking out, I shoot back, fuck getting hit. This is my hood, I'm a wrap to the death of it. To everybody come on. Little niggas is grown. Look, rats. Don't abortion your wound. We need more warriors soon. Ship from the stars, sun and the moon. And it's like a police chase, chasing. Street sweep within coppers. Sick of kids with no conscience, leaving victims with doctors. If you really think you're ready to die, we're nine out. This is what knives about, nigga. Get the time to say I need is one blunt, one page, and one pen, one prayer. Tell God forgive me for one sin. Matter of fact, maybe more than one. Look back at all the hatred against me. Fuck all of them. Jesus died at age 33. There's 33 shots from twin glocks. and 16 apiece. That's 32, which means one of my guns was holding 17. 27 hit your crew. Six winners of you. Everybody got to die sometime. Hope your funeral never gets shot up. Bullets tear through the innocent. Nothing is spare. Niggas roll up shooting from wheelchairs. My heart is racing. And, taste and revenge in the air. I let this shit slide for too many years, too many times. Now I'm strapped with a couple of max, too many nines. If y'all niggas really with me, get busy, load up the simmies, Do more than just hold it, explode the clip until you empty. There's nothing in our way. They bust, we bust, they rust, we bust. Let's fly and feel it. I feel it in my gut that we take these bitches to war. Lie them down, cause we stronger now. My nigga, this time is now. My is more I need this one life, one try, one breath, or on one man. What I stand for, speak for itself. They don't understand. I want to see. Me on top, too egotistical, talking all that slick shit the same way these bitches do, wonder what my secrets is, niggas to move on you only if they know what your weakness is, I have none, too late to grab guns, I'm blasting, cause I'm a fool nigga. thought I wouldn't have that ass done, fool you niggas, what you call an infinite brawl eternal souls clashing, world gets deep some beast is everlasting, complete with dick scars, brothers knife each other up in prison yards, drama where did it start, you know the block was ill as a youngster, every night it was like a cop would be killed, body found in the dumpster for real a hustler Purchase my range Niggas throwing dirt on my name Jealous cause fiends Got their work to play Bitches left me Cause they thought I was finished Should've knew she wasn't true She came to me When a man called a sentence Diamonds of blinding. I never make the same mistakes Moving with a change of pace lighter load See now the king is straight Swelling my melon Cause none of these niggas Real hurting were Telling police How can the king kingpin squeal This is crazy I'm on the right track I'm finally found You need some soul searching And time is now All I need is one mic One cash. All I need is one mic. Fuck the cars, the jewelry. All I need is one mic. Spread my voice to the whole world.
2: If everybody out there can hear me, uh, this is Dr. Justice, National uh, Minister of Law and Justice for People's Black Panther Party for Self-Determination. At this point, we are waiting for our chairman to start the show. I don't understand what um, went wrong. There might be some technical stuff going on. We tried to uh, call him uh, to find out what was going on. But in any case, um, I don't know where he wanted to go with um, Actually, where he wanted to go with uh, his his title here, because his title says the revolution, the new nigger, and R B G movement. What are the demands and goals of the African Black Revolution? Have we been sidetracked from tangible aims and objectives? Who is the new house nigger, and if if any roles do they play in derailing our progress for liberation and empowerment, and for the E G G movement? Is there a such thing as revolutionary but gangster? Join us tonight as we discuss this and more. Um, I understand that we do have um, new house niggas. Uh, how about there being individuals who we elect to office, and we have all black people who are in office, and we try to ask out so many black people in office, and changing. Like here there's a big, big problem with the water in Newark. The water is contaminated. And what's incredible <laughs> excuse me and what's incredible is that the mayor is none other than Ross Baraka, who is the son of a Mary Baraka. Uh and it's incredible the way the the attorney general outed him after he told them that the water was safe to drink, the attorney general started telling the people, Don't drink the water. Um where do these things come from, and how do they happen? I'm gonna go directly to the phone lines um we have 505 five oh five four one seven Your mic is open
3: well uh, peace um and to everybody um i am calling because I am definitely a follower of uh Yanga and chroma and uh the people's uh the party for the self determination but I'm listening to the question you asked and and it's uh, several cities whose water is polluted just as badly as Flint and Newark and Jackson, Mississippi, and other areas where there's a large uh, population of Black and Brown people. Um, right. I thought I thought that what Barack Obama did when he drank that water, which we don't even know where that water came from, and it didn't mm. look like the water I've seen out in Flint, uh, and he <laughs> said the water was safe to drink. This was after it had already been determined that it would cost billions to change all of the piping, but yet only gave uh, Flint $90 million. And this was under Barack Obama. That's what he gave, okay, um, from the government. So I have issues when the politicians do that uh, grandstanding, and I have an even bigger issue when our people blindly follow that and go along with it. Um, We've been hoodwinked for a long time. And uh, we got got some problems, you know.
4: Right. And and then
3: the other, but that actually touches on the other part of what you were saying about the new house nigger. (laughs) Because what we have is a bunch of house niggers who have disguised themselves as having some care for the people and that these people are trusting them to try to do the right thing. And believing in the, the lies that they, you know, display, but the truth of the matter is Flint is still having bad water. Newark has terrible water. There's areas mm-hmm. in New York City and others that have terrible water and it's the quickest way to poison the people. Um I would suggest mm. that everyone who's never seen the movie Three the Hard Way, you might want to check that out. <laughs> My name is Kevin Crosby, leader of the Panther Party, the People's Party. And uh, how you doing, Queen?
0: (laughs) How we doing? What's going on with you? I'm
2: I'm standing, I'm standing, I'm standing. I already know, Queen. I already know. (laughs) I'm going to leave your mic open. Um, If anybody else has anything to add to this discussion, because, you know, it's very, very essential because even where I live at, they all black politicians. And it's like, why right. is it that they are all black politicians, and which is what we really wanted and what our forefathers wanted. And then as soon as we get right. there, the next thing you know, they start bug-dancing. But what I can add to this conversation is that I've run for Congress. I've run for the state Senate. And what I've seen right. is the bullying. It's, it's an actual blood sport. The bullying before you right. get there. You, you know, I exactly. mean, uh, they, they'll start, uh, they start sending code enforcement. They start harassing your children. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll put you right. in jail. They do whatever they can do to get their candidate in. And the bottom line is, right. once you get there, you know, Ross Baraka. I kind of, in the beginning, I kind of felt kind of bad for him because the schools didn't even belong to the to um, Newark. Uh,
0: the north. Right. To the state
3: but he cashed that check he got and got some water.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: He's not drinking that water. He cashed that check they given him and he went and got some water. You see, and I don't mean to interrupt, Queen, but let see, this is where a lot of our people get lost because they look at now and they don't look at the history. They think that we just got the power to vote. No, we were able to vote in the 1800s. The Republican Party, there were several black people who had made it into Congress, but they allowed uh, the system, allowed them to be scared to vote. And then by coming up with these poll taxes and things like that was a way to keep black people disenfranchised from voting so it was always like a dream to have all of these politicians oh they'll change things nothing's changed you name one oh, black politician that has changed anything in this country truly changed it
2: mm-hmm.
5: I'll give you
3: $100 for every one you can prove it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well we'll take a look at uh, you know we have a brother that is an actual Panther which are the gold of of the Panther Party, we are political right. apparatus, and he is right. now over in New York. Um, uh, his mm-hmm. uh, what's his wife's name is Inez, uh, but uh, he is he is a politician. As a matter of fact, I believe he's a, an assemblyman, and I haven't been, right. you know, on it so hard. But he, he from from the floor of the house, he threw up the back power fist. But um, I said that to say this. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, Charles Barron, that's the name, Charles Barron. So we do have somebody in there. But by the same token, once you get into politics, what you recognize is that you have to start bartering. It's not a situation where you go in there and say, I need this for my people and blah, blah, blah. It doesn't work that way. Right. You know, that you have to start exactly. bartering. So whoever's been in office, how is it that people are in um, Congress comes up every two years? And how do you come up every two years and stay in office for 30 years? There's some corruption somewhere, and they call it the machine. Exactly. Why not call it what, it, what, exactly. what, it, what it really is? Rico. Sure. <laughs> you know, um,
3: that's really and, what it is. And, and, yes.
2: Yes. And, and we've come derailed, you know, and I'd like everybody to get in on this conversation because it's not only the politicians that do this, because we have a lot of different people who are activists who decide that it needs to be us who control our own communities. And when we do try to control right. our own communities, you never know if the offers that we've been given are those type of offers that you can't refuse. Because if you do, there's some real, uh, there's some real consequences for you and your family if you, if you don't allow, um, <clears throat> if you don't become part of the paradigm of corruption. So, I mean, one of the alternatives has got to be some sort of alternative to be able to govern our own communities because this is just ridiculous. I mean, they got people standing online for water filters. I mean, that goes in your kitchen, but what about the bath water and everything else? Hmm. Uh, it's,
3: right, exactly. You know, You're showering so, in the same water that you can't drink.
2: Exactly, exactly. So you know, right? What what, what, what what role do these individuals play in derailing the progress of of black people? You know, um, of our liberation, of our being independent. You know, uh, there, there's been a move to try to uh, – and I'm only using the water as something that's tangible that we can all relate to because the water is just right. one tiny aspect. They have so many – they keep building all of these, these, these um, juvenile jails, but you don't have money to close um, – I mean, to uh, – you don't have money for health care. You don't have money for uh, people that are homeless, but you have money to build more jails for our children. Yes. Uh, speaking right. of that – uh the, the woman uh in, in Brooklyn just the dangers of gentrification, she moves into a mm. black neighborhood in Brooklyn and what was the first thing she does she accuses this 9 year old of grabbing her behind and then when they look at the, the when, they, when they look yeah and when when they go back and they look at the film what they see is that what they see is that his school bag brushed her on the way out the door and, I mean, she made a big scene, right. called the police. She did the whole bit, you know. So gentrification is another problem that we have. And I'm looking at <clears throat> several callers. We have several callers. And, I mean, it's okay to listen, but this is your show. This is Black Independent Radio, the People's Black, People's Black Panther Party of, with Self-Determination. And I'd like for some of y'all to um, weigh in on this stuff. But, again, Mother, go ahead on what you were saying.
3: Well, I was just going to say the answer to it is our own self-determination is controlling our economics, and it's always been the answer. The problem is is that we have been trained to be individualistic in our thinking, in our way of doing things, in our way of dealing with each other. We, the integration was the worst thing for us, but we have been through the history books taught to believe that this was the best way. No, it wasn't. It really wasn't. There's a reason that a sheep is a sheep, a cow is a cow, and a panther is a panther. Okay? And all of these have their roles to play. Okay? But in order to self-determine and totally, truly self-determine, you have to control your economics. And our people can barely decide on the rules for a spades game. So how are we going to get together and control our economics, we spend as a unit $2 trillion a year, which is more than 40 countries on this planet's annual budget, okay? And we have no mm-hmm. power. And we spend this every year, okay? Companies yeah. are taking advantage of us. Look at Nike and Ford, how they jumped in on, on Colin Kaepernick and made him their poster boy. And this way, they don't care if rednecks uh, burn their sneakers. They paid for already. They could care less if they burn their Ford. It's paid for already. It's okay. You know, our people have to do a lot of things. One, stop being punks, because we are punks when it comes to this system. I look at how tough some people are until the police show up. And then it's sir and sir and sir and all of that other stuff. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. You can't, you can't, you can't do it on both sides. You either you are or you're not. And if you're well, not, it's okay. Back. Then get out of the way.
2: Well, that goes back <laughs> to uh, well, our chairman. Our chairman wrote: Is there such <laughs> thing as a as a revolutionary but gangster? <laughs> you know, is there hmm. such thing as a revolutionary but gangster? You know, is that is yes? That what we have
3: to I'll do? say yes. Yes, there is.
2: Okay. I, it's I, I us. Expound on that. Revolutionary, but gangster. Revolutionary. Well, being rev- Go ahead.
3: Right, but being being revolutionary is definitely in our DNA. Being gangster oh. is part of the training. Okay. Most people assume that being a gangster means that you are a criminal. But when you've been branded beast from birth, then that's one of your options because. Uh, at one point, all of these founding fathers and these faggots on the money were branded tyrants and criminals by the queen, okay? Yet now they do business together without a problem. But that's because the one lesson that we did not learn from white folks through all of these years was how to put your personal stuff to the side so that you you can get the big win. And unless we actually do find a way for us all, to put our stuff to the side, sit at the table and realize we're all under attack, um, we will continue to make these mistakes. Being revolutionary is the most gangster shit you can do (laughs) because what you're trying to do is create a better uh, circumstance for those following you, which is what the ancestors tried to do for us through knowledge, through murder, through uh, whatever they could. Uh, when Nat Turner did what he did, he did that because he saw there needed to be a change. When Harriet Tubman did what she did, because she felt there had to be a change. When Malcolm changed but, his life, that was because there was a change necessary. Okay. The problem is, is a lot of us would rather stay comfortable in the illusion than be uncomfortable right. for the change.
0: Well, that ain't you gangster. Know, uh... <laughs>
2: That ain't gangster. <laughs> you know, uh when I when I when I check out, uh being being a revolutionary is a mindset, uh, to to me. You know, uh you're thinking every every day you every day you thinking about because um even uh Christians uh Jesus was a revolutionary swift swift change. If just to put it short, right. you know, the meaning short, swift change. You know, um and swift change would be not to... You know, because look, these police beat up people every day, and the person yes. is in the hospital on life support. But they also be in charge with assault of a police officer. It's like, well, what's going to happen when when they put their hands on you? You might as well fight back because they're They're gonna. They're right. going to charge you anyway. You know, so I would say that right. would be gang, evolutionarily gangster. But by the same token, right. um, these folks that that um that that get in office and they are in position to um, to 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 make a change, what they 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 see people like you and I, and I would assume some folks that on 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 this, on the show right now, they see us as thugs. You know, we we got to be right. thugs in order because we think this way. But, but they think the same way. They think the same way. Um, I don't know if you saw this little ditty where they had um, the uh, what do you call it? the Hasidic Jews were having an illegal parade. Yes. Going down the street, right. and the police tried to get them out of the street, and they ended up hustling mm-hmm. with them. But the point I'm trying to make right. is, they they was they was being revolutionary and gangsta at the same time because they're gonna still march in the street. They were still gonna have fun, but I didn't see no kicks to the groin, and no stomping to the head. I didn't see none of that. You know, I could, I can could say right. that they was handling them with kid gloves. <laughs> <Right.
0: laughs> However.
2: You know um being um these this new uh this new house nigga is the one that is 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 not by himself that's keeping us behind, but I would assume that if we get into a position where you're able to help your people, I don't understand what would make it so what would make it so that you decide that you're gonna go along with the status quo you know um
0: and, because and, and that's and the, the, the only
3: option given queen that's right. the option. Okay, when you decide to become a politician, then what you have done is decide to play the political game. If you're going to play the political game, there's rules to this game. The main rule being that the so-called dominant uh, oppressor should never, ever be at risk of losing his power. So if he allows someone of different skin color to uh, sit at the table then they need to do what Jim Brown did, sit there, (laughs) shut up, and sit at the table.
0: That's it. Right. There is
3: no, uh, yeah, Okay. you feel me, all right? The other option Uh is what our brother Kanye Mess decided to do, which was show out, act out, you know, um, and not really understand the damage that he was uh, inflicting by doing this. Um, you know, what we what we have to remember is
6: oh, go ahead, Queen, go ahead.
2: I wonder, I wonder if Kanye West is. You know, every time I see anything that has to do with him, I just go right past it because I don't have the patience for that kind of madness. You know, cause right, well, he he doesn't
3: speak for us anyway, so.
2: <laughs> I, well,
3: I, I have no idea who he's speaking for. Because, uh he's speaking know, for Kanye. Kanye got an album out. Kanye got he looking for that crossover money. He ain't worried about our money. I mean, we already helped him become a star. So now that he's a star, he's not worried about our money. You know? There was a point where he said George Bush don't like black people. It's funny that George Bush could say that about him now.
2: About him now. Wow. Wow. Again, this is Black Talk Independence Radio, the People's Black Panther Party. For self-determination, if you have any questions or you just want to join in on the conversation, do press one, because we're talking about the revolution, the new nigger, and the RBG movement. How does the new nigger become the new house nigger that keeps us behind? And what tangible things can we do? uh, What can we do to be able to move forward in this? Uh, our, Our national chairman, must be having some sort of um, technical problems because um, I'm, hold, I'm holding the show, y'all. And I don't generally do this. You're doing really your thing, good.
0: Queen. You good? You good? Really the wind okay.
2: The, the wings of this thing, you know. So okay. um, what I need, I need some, um, I need some, some conversation. I need for us to really vibe on this because there's ways that we can affect our, our community. And uh, you know, one is working with the children. You know, working with the children is always a uh, it, it's always a help, and they don't really mind working, <laughs> working with the children. But if you get out there and you start working with the uh, street organizations, some people want to call them gangs. If you get out there and you start working with the street organizations and you're doing something positive, you know they'll call you a gang member. So, I mean.
0: It's all right. It?
3: I call what them a gang it? member. That's what they are. They're a gang. They're the they biggest are. gang. Okay. Yes. All right. The only reason that there's crime in a black community is because these crackers allow that because that keeps the black community what it is. It keeps the rates down, it keeps the crime up. It means they can order more police because ooh, we've got to keep them contained. It's never been about protection yeah. with us. It's always been about containment.
0: Okay?
2: <laughs> yeah. And and, and and unless you live in a small town. If you live in a small town then you know all of the police in your town. And and um, when mm-hmm. folks come in trying to do do things that they're not supposed to be doing, they will check that. You know that you they will check it in front of your face. They will do it. But by the same token, once again, you know the the the, the boards are lighting up. Myself, I have uh, uh brother David Crosby and uh, Kevin Crosby. Really... <laughs> Chairman Crosby. I'm sorry. He's no, a really no, Kevin job.
3: Crosby. I'm just Kevin. I'm I. You know. Just so people know who I am, my name is Kevin Crosby, K-E-V-I-N Crosby, all right? I am the leader of the Panther Party forward slash the People's Party, okay? Mm -hmm. My group has been in effect for over five and a half, going on six years. We have Mm -hmm. definitely uh, made some impact in different areas and still are doing so. Uh, We will Mm -hmm. align with any group that is about our empowerment. Some of the groups that I am aligned with uh are the anarchist antifa other black panther groups um the media, okay all of the things that we need in order to get our word out to our people to those and i mean and, and this is disenfranchised people period because whether white poor whites want to know it or not, they are niggas here too. <laughs> Okay, simple as that.
0: that.
3: (laughs) Oh, they finding out if they they did not know before, they know now. Okay, Okay. so we are are non-religious. We are not affiliated with any political party or organization. However, we reserve the right because all of these things are designed to affect us and never positively. So we do keep an eye on all of that. I do want the people who are listening right now, those of you that are sitting there listening, your voice needs to be heard. When the queen is asking you to please put your two cents in, I want you to think about all them days that you went, um, uh um, um, while you were watching something terrible happen to us. Here's your chance. Because if you, if you stay silent, then you're complicit. And the one thing that we are all guilty of is being complicit in our own demise. So yes. talk now, like you talk about the 90s or you talk about the rap beasts, or you talk about them silly-ass shows like the Love and the Basketball wise and all, now is your time because you can stay silent. But I'm yeah, willing to bet go. you if we do get our liberation, you're going to be standing there with your fist up. So grab yours and jump into this conversation. We need you. We don't know what mind the answer is in
2: you you know what you said a mouth poor brother because everybody's sitting on this on the line they got they have they have a a solution, and the only way that we can get solutions is if we all come together like a think tank I mean was this, right. this doing exactly that he's sitting around a whole bunch of people that he can't stand, and they're coming up with ideas you know and, and as to have so they got us like they they have ten year plans seven-year seven, seven year plan. You know, this, this, this water right. plan took place maybe 20 years ago. If we start now... Actually more. Time.
3: Longer. Yeah. yeah. They knew those now pipes were long. bad a long time ago, and they never did anything about it. What's sad about the Flint situation is they're surrounded by three great lakes that they allow China to come wow. and get barges of fresh water from, and they do not pipe this water to its own people who are right there. But yet, You tear up Indian land to put an oil pipeline in, not caring what it could do to the environment or to the people there, but yet you can't pipe water to what you have convinced them they are, which is American citizens. I don't know know, what's really going on with our people, but our people are very complicit in our demise because they sit back and they accept the status quo and they act as if that their God or someone is going to come and save you when this has not happened to this day. Your God gave what? you a brain and the power of mobility, okay? And the country you live in was built on protest. So why would you mm-hmm. allow them to treat you and yours so badly? You know, when you, you come home and find out your child didn't do his homework, then you're going to change your tone, and your posture and everything and get into a disciplinary stance with your child. But yet you would allow a system to treat you badly and let your child see it. And then your child is supposed to respect you.
2: Yeah. And and in all actuality, the same system is turning our children against us as the parents against our ideals and our traditions. Um I'm going to go to the phone lines. We have eight, three, two, Nine two three, your phone line is open.
7: Black, black power. power, all power to the people, sister. Black power, brother, all power to the people. I just wanted My to problem. say I think that one of the solutions is that we got to begin that we as black men are actually the solution to our problems, and and just have a uh, positive structural cause to believe in. You know, I think that's that's one of the things that's hindering us today. A lot of us just sit back and uh, expect something to happen or expect the system that's destroying us to come back and correct the wrong. And we just got to step out of that mind frame and come to know that we are the solution and we have to be active and honestly believe that, you know, and just pass that spirit sure. on. You know, that's that's my belief.
3: Well, no, I totally it believe it, brother, that, that you're right. I that, yeah. <laughs> you're absolutely right. When it, when,
2: when it, when it comes to um, liberation and empowering ourselves, I think apathy has a big part to play in what goes on with us, you know, uh, to be apathetic mm-hmm. about what's happening, you know, to sit back. I had one person actually tell me one time, well, I'm glad you do something because I'll never do nothing. I mean, actually told me that. You know, mm. you know, Should have given him you know, t T-shirt. <laughs> it's, it's incredible for somebody to actually have that mindset that they would never do anything, and 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 glad for people like us because we're on the front line, you know. So so that they can right. live, so that they can live. We gotta die so they can live. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? So right. so so, exactly. so my question is: Is, is, is Darwin's theory? Of only the strong survive, is Darwin's theory really true? <laughs> right. Well well Darwin
3: Darwin's theory of natural selection is why we're in the situation that we're in right now, along with mm-hmm. a, a with an assist from the Moors. You see, these savages would have still been trapped in them damn caves if it wasn't for the Moors.
2: <laughs> right. Well right. Well my thing is, Just is always say... <laughs> They always say uh, one of Darwin's theories is, is strong survivor, and I say if there's a nuclear attack of some sort, and people such as uh, 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 Donald Trump that they can all run and hide underground. Now you get rid of all the good folks, and these are the ones you got left. Could you please tell me where the strong people are? <laughs> that's 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 my
0: point. But so
2: let's 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 go back to um, um um liberation, and 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 liberating ourselves from 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 the apathy, it can be uh, because I grew up with a lot of people who really believe that they have arrived. They they really believe that they arrived, and people like me annoy them. You know they you know. Um, mm-hmm. and, and then when they go into a restaurant out on Long Island, uh, a friend of well, I grew up with her. Well, she wrote a book, and you know uh, she's married to a police officer, and the whole bit mm-hmm. out on Long Island. Now, I don't know if anybody knows anything about Long Island. You know that it's... know about uh,
3: Long Island. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, okay.
3: Further out so, you go, the worse it
2: gets. <laughs> the worse it gets. And that's where they get the best where New York City get most of their police from. But in any case, mm-hmm. um, she was appalled when she went into a store with a restaurant with her mother in order to have a, a, a nice afternoon brunch. And they started heckling them because they were black. So, oh, mm-hmm. somebody reminded you. That she, reminded you that she was black, and so now every so often she want to do soft black stuff, like we do soft, but like they have soft porn. She want to do soft black stuff. You know, the fact is, no, right. we're, we're, you're you're mm-hmm. you, you you are in a position now to have to to have some sort of some sort of empowerment. You've been empowered to be able to put something out there. That didn't happen to you for no reason whatsoever. Let's go to our phone line, mm-hmm. uh, 619-318. I'm going to leave everybody's phone line open. That way you can jump in on the conversation.
0: 619
2: Oh, Black Power Chief. What's going on?
0: Yes. Sir. All right.
2: Hey, I just want to bring up a few points to make sure we all so called uh, revolutionaries and are all on the same page in understanding the levels of implementation of uh, the levels of that slave mentality that has been implemented into our people because sometimes I think we forget just how deeply entrenched it is. Going back to one of the things you said that you ran across the system, said, I'm glad you're doing something because I ain't. The thing behind that is if you think about it. One, the average black person, if you, if you just look at what we've been bombarded with on a day-to-day basis, we're taught to be inferior. We're taught that we shouldn't stand up. We're taught when we do stand up, we get killed, assassinated, and, and you know, basically looked upon as being a terrorist. So this mm-hmm. is the kind of stuff that hits our people on a day-to-day basis. Plus, that couple with the inferiority to where, you know, black is evil, white is pure, the white Jesus, and all the other kind of things that constantly hit us that create a level of inferiority. So from a a day-to-day conscious level of who we are and how powerful we can be when we decide to stand up and when we do something and the fact that we should be leaders in our own right, even if it's on a local level dealing with just your household, that we can be leaders and we must be leaders, not just can but must be leaders. This is a concept that is foreign to the masses of our people. And since that's foreign to the masses of our people, when they think of quote-unquote black leadership, they think of it from the standpoint of it being a privileged position. They don't think of it from right. the standpoint of it, I, that I must take action in order for there to be change. And if I do not take immediate action for myself and my well-being, then somebody else will, and those people are the ones that we call leaders, and they're the ones that are accountable for my well-being. Not that I'm directly accountable for my well-being, but that the leaders are. Because the way politics mm-hmm. is structured in terms of how it's being projected in the black community, it is something for the privilege. That's why the mm-hmm. majority of us don't even like the concept of voting, for one, because first of all, we have this mentality where it doesn't it don't count. Number two, we have this mentality where we think that anything that has to do with organizing ourselves for the sake of being able to liberate ourselves or the sake of being able to get justice is is all based around a system that's so corrupt and that's so against me that there's no point in me even trying in the first place. And those people that will try, I will stand behind them because I do realize something needs to happen, but I'm just unwilling and I don't see the fruits of that labor. So – we have to do something to correct the mentality that our people have about standing up for righteousness, standing up for what's, what's good, and, to re- and redefine what it means to be a leader. Because a black leader to the average black person means somebody that's privileged, somebody that has a, a, a powerful education, somebody that has money, who so don't have to work a nine-to-five day in and day out to where they may they, 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 they possibly lose their job for standing up. And not only that, somebody who has already come to a certain level of, of, of uh, enlightenment to be able to serve in the community. So it, 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 this whole idea of the average person being able to stand up and the average person hold themselves accountable, that don't, just, that don't exist to our average, average person. So we have to also remember that this is what's going on, and this goes back to the slave mentality and the, inferior com- and the inferiority complex that is ingrained in us. So subconsciously, we don't think enough of ourselves to know that we all must stand up to some level of leadership.
0: You know what? Black
2: honorable chief of staff. Black Power. go ahead, gentlemen.
7: Uh, uh, Honorable chief of staff, uh, if I may interject here. So, thus saying that, then it must be an awakening. Within that individual to even realize that they're in a state of Babylon or that they're, they're in a state of war, it 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 has to be something that ignites this individual. And if not, what one is seeing in, in their daily lives and what is seen in the media and what is seen going on in the other lives of African American people and oppressed people of different nationalities around the world, then it must be something within that individual as. Who they are for it's principled, you know i, I just I, I, you know my myself and seeing a uh, life and things that are going on, I mean when we just look at it and analyze it for what it is, I mean you can't do nothing but say you have to do something
2: well let me let me take it a step further because mind you, when you say being uh, recognizing that we're in a state of Babylon and we're a state at war, the majority of our people realize that. But there's two things that happen in, in, in when, when your you're conscious realizes you're, you're in a threat. Fight or flight. Yeah. Okay, so we're, be, we're being trained to do the, the, the lesson. Fight, which means run, I fear. So when you cut on the light, the cockroach gets out of I mean, the How many cockroaches you know going to jump on somebody and bite the shit out of them and then jump off of them. None of them. The majority <laughs> of them are trained to run. You run from that light. You run from that oh, opportunity geez, to shit. stand up. Even though I guarantee if a thousand cockroaches come running at you, we're going to take off running. You ain't going to try to step on that.
0: That's going
2: to kill the hell out of us. But when they scatter like they do, then we ain't going to do a damn thing. They're going to run. And then we going to feel in, char- in charge and in power. So it's that it's that mentality of being domesticated. It's that mentality of being in but being psychologically pro- damaged to the point of where you have uh, been raised to be an inferior person, an inferior being. But so we realize we- that we at war, but being, but being at war, we dug hide, cover, and seek shelter. And, we, and hmm. we played the victim. So our people have to come up right. out of that. So it, it is uh, it is also our duty to teach our people that everybody must be a leader and being a leader does not mean that you have to have the best of everything and the best of education. We have to get right. the average working person involved in liberation. And that's the problem. Right. The average person ain't it's usually the person that directly done done been affected by, you know, getting beat up by the head by the cop or witness somebody that has done that or done got Trampled on so much so that we don't have nothing to lose, or come up in a family who where that that is part of your posture to be, uh, you know, to deal with black empowerment. But the average state person who is struggling and surviving, going wow. back to how the Panther Party has always had survival programs. These people are in survival roach mode, so we have right, to teach right. them. They have to come up out of that roach right. mode. They have to they yes. have to come up out of that mentality. So it is our duty to teach what leadership really means versus what has been taught to us as that leadership
0: means. Correct. Black power. And if I could, if I could,
3: I would love to add something to that. Um, The problem is, is also is is when, uh, because the brother said something key about this inferiority complex and see really the true victim of the inferiority complex is the white male supremacist in this country. Um, This is why they put all of these protections for themselves in place, not even for white women, just for white males, okay? Um, The reason why Donald Trump is president is because of white women, you know? Some Mm -hmm. of them sat back. Some of them went out and voted like their husbands voted. They did not vote their conscience, okay? We have to look at the fact that the true inferiority complex is not ours. That's some bullshit that we've been sold, and a lot of our people have bought into it, right. but it is not the truth. That's not what it really is. And my job and every revolutionary's job is to shatter the fuck out of an illusion that has been sold to wow, us brother, and is, is still being show. sold this to us:
0: I'm sorry. <laughs>
3: well, all right, my uh, disclaimer: he,
0: he, he, all, all thoughts, like, all funny. thoughts
3: by each person, all thoughts by each person is their own thought. OK, so I do apologize. Yeah, I don't want to chase the children away, but you need you need to hear the truth. And I know you all exactly. say much worse than your little junior high schools. OK, but here's the deal. The bottom line is our people, our people really, really need to start looking at it the way that it's been shown to us and start to see it for what it really is. We have been sold a fake bill of goods that is not worth anything. It's worthless. And we've been walking around holding on to it like they're going to honor it, and they never are. Right, our job right. is, is to self-determine, to take care of our own, to teach each other how to do that, to stop letting petty things get in the way, because that's a big part of our problem. I mean, we have to look at it. a lot of the problems might have been placed there by them, but they've been perpetuated by us. Yeah. So we really have to change some of our dynamics in order to see any kind of real movement Forward, and with that, I'm here. Well,
2: I always said, I always said, gentlemen, and uh, to all our listeners, I've always said that uh, the majority of the problem which I see among black people is uh, is jealousy, and and that jealousy Hmm. uh, is could be it it could be something as small as just some uh, element of your personality. You know, and um, I, I mean, you ask these kids, how, well, you know, why, why do you want to fight this person? Oh, because she thinks she's cute. Are you serious? So, so it takes any of y'all to jump on her because she thinks she's cute. <laughs> you know, right. so where are they learning? Where are they learning? Where are they learning this 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 um 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 low frequency uh, mentality? Yeah, it's self hate. Self hate is exactly mm-hmm. what it is. Because so, okay, um, the only I, reason I'm you would attack
3: this woman is if you felt she was cute. Obviously, you <laughs> buy into that, so you want to fight her to make sure she's not cute anymore. <laughs> correct. Right. Correct.
2: Right. Well, so, let, you know, let me jump in on this. Let me jump in on this. The deal is what you're talking about, sister, goes back to uh, uh, insecurity. Jealousy comes from being insecure. Insecure is a aspect of inferiority. So. Part of their plan is to teach us to be inferior. inferior. And like the brother was just saying, the deal is, is everything that they teach us, if you step back and look at it, the bottom line is, why would your oppressor teach you to do anything other than to be oppressed? So he's exactly exactly right. They they teach us in
0: reverse. (laughs)
2: Because they are the recessors. And since they are the recessors, they are actually the inferior. But again, you know, a good warrior would know, is that I got to make myself appear strong where I'm really weak, and that is what they use to teach us to be inferior by being a, by operating as a domesticated being. It's easy to do that. Right. So, well, we yeah. have to be able to unlock our own minds, and we can't expect the you know the oppressor to do it for us. So that's the thing. That's, well, that's like like we say, self-determined. Well, that's one of the things <laughs> you know, with uh, liberating, liberating young minds is. We teach them that they are important. When you tell them how how special they are and how important they are, the look on their face is like, what, really? You know, you have to, um, that's why I said it it comes from young, because these these people are actually programming our children. I remember my son came home from school one day and told me he had rights. I I told him to do something, and he said he got rights. What, rights? Who told you that? This is not a democracy. This is a dictatorship. You know, and then, right. so so I, I was speaking with another individual, and he was from uh, Jamaica, and he said the environment here goes against the parents. So 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 you can right. raise your children, and you, and and that stuff probably won't flourish until um, uh, it won't flourish for years. But in, in the right. immediacy of the situation, these children can be disrespectful. Be and, and like mm-hmm. disrespect you, you know, talking back. What? you be picking up your teeth. Here, they've been told, Oh, that's abuse. But I'm going to go to the phone lines for just a moment, gentlemen. It's uh, 404-632. Let me see.
0: Black Power.
7: Black Power. Uh, How y'all doing? Uh, I'm calling from behind enemy lines, man, just to weigh on in on what's going on. How you doing, Justice? I'm doing fine nephew, how's it going? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Uh I think one of the problems is uh we feel the police and everybody say fuck the police and all this. But we feel the we fear the police because I, I see it every day, man. Brothers are so so eager to go in on each other. So eager to go in on each other over the smallest thing. It don't even have to be true. But as soon as the police come around, you see what I'm saying? You put your hand, It could be the smallest police yep. in the world. It could be two of them. There's 80 of us in here. The smallest one in the world mm-hmm. come through, and they kill all the nonsense. But here's your enemy right here. You see what I'm saying? And it's just the yep. system that we work on, and when you realize that, it's okay. We work on different systems, so their system is always going to be counterproductive to us and vice versa, because their system is not moving in the same direction that we headed. You see what I'm saying? And the competition yes, yes. Over, over nothing at all. When we all staking claims to the same church, the same others. See what I'm saying? And that's one of the
0: yes. biggest things
7: that that, we got to realize that we got the same jersey on. We got
2: the same jersey. But it's hard
3: to do We might be on the same team, and we might have on the same jersey, but we definitely don't have the same goal. And we definitely don't see the same win. And that's where the problem comes in. And we have a whole lot of charlatans out here who are basically uh, pimping movement for their personal gain. And that is another problem because uh, I just had a conversation with someone last night about Black Lives Matter. And they were trying to tell me how they took the $100 million and they put all of these videos up on YouTube and all this other stuff. I said, yeah, but Black Lives Matter wasn't about the $100 million in YouTube videos. The reason they got that money was because they took their asses out in the street and they were out there. And those white folks that's saw right. that, and they saw that they were getting some traction. So what they did was they did what they normally do. They threw some money at them, gave them an office. Now they're off the street. They're in the office with a phone waiting on instructions. That's what they do. That's,
2: that's, that's about the size of it. However, um, you know, being behind enemy lines, you know, the world is different. <laughs> the world is so different. Some things mean a whole lot that don't mean oh, like yeah. us out here at all. You know, so... Um. Um. And, 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 and it's hard to get them to see that and everybody is wearing the same jersey as as that as you could say. You know, it's hard to get them to see that. And the only way they see that is if they are in in, 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 a, in a crunch and they nothing's in a vice and they need somebody to have their back. Oh, they can see it then because they yeah, need somebody need to help, have their back. When
7: you need help, yeah, when you want to be black. Right. You want to be black then.
2: Then you want to rise. Then you want to hold that down. You want to hold down being black. But by the same token, what happened to the spirit of of of, of Attica? What happened to the to the, to the spirit of the Solidarity Brothers? What happened to the spirit of, of of what what happened to the spirit of we all in this together? Uh, did Integration do that because see, there's well, leadership in every place. Just like Matthew said, there's leadership where behind enemy lines. There's leadership, but who? And where are they leading folks to? How are they hindering the liberation and the empowerment of the people there?
7: You know, because
2: I, well, as I well, said. Let me, well, let, yeah, me,
7: it's, let, me, let me tell you how they break it down. This is how they do. You know, we just had a hurricane down here, and the power was out. Right. You know what I'm saying? And uh, they didn't feed <coughs> us. They didn't feed us. Uh, it, had been, it had been over 12 hours. We still hadn't ate breakfast. So we decided when they came in for counseling, Oh, you're not counting us. You're not. No, you're not counting nobody.
6: You need to feed us, okay?
7: Now Mm -hmm. you know that they came down, and and you know, and you know, I demanded that we be fed first. You know what I'm saying? And and they, and you know, they had to, they had to go ahead and feed us first because we had everybody in the uproar. We hadn't ate. They know they was wrong. There was no power. You know what I'm saying? So. Once they when they feeding us, they try to figure out who's down there <throat> train everybody up. Now while we exactly. are in the chow hall, the cafeteria, okay, we also have not had our commissary, our canteen. So people, they 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 upset about that. And you know, and I'm gonna just tell you, they, they you know these brothers, you know they can say some terrible things to the police. They tell them gang, whatever the gang language, and they'll tell them I kill your mama and rape your babies. This is what they'll tell them, and the police will laugh at it. I said, "We'll take this damn prison over right now." They taking my listen. They taking my picture about this from the outside. I'm sitting down. They got pictures of me with with bread in my
4: hand and and cereal. You know what I'm saying? All, and, and they hear some terrible things every day, and it's 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 a hundred and sixty
7: people in one place at one time. And they heard exactly what I said and was and singled me out. Yeah, I had to have a conversation with the administration about 15, 20 minutes. And I had to explain to him that I'm not promoting violence. I'm just what's right. Rights. That's
0: right.
7: Because That's the right. first thing, they try to use a word like insight. He said, well, what were you trying to insight? There you go. I said, well, do not mistake my frustration for trouble. That's what I had. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not, it's not that I'm promoting no violence. You see what I'm saying? We hadn't ate since 2.30. You know what I'm saying? It was going on 1 o'clock the next day. Yeah, we'll take it over. It's 1,800 of us, and it's 15 of y'all. What are you upset about? Those are facts. But see, the moment that you raise awareness, it ain't even about what you get out there in the field and do. You see what I'm saying? Because they know the power that we hold. So when you raise the awareness of the people, they Mm -hmm. get afraid and and, and, you know, it ain't nothing but black people holding you, other black people down. You. Even on the prison stand, it ain't nothing but black. It's a black warden. It's a black deputy warden. It's a black unit manager. You got black Yeah, that, yeah That's what we're talking
2: about. That's what we're talking about. How, how are they? How
3: there are go the they new house nigger right there.
2: Yeah, that's one of the new house That's niggas. the new house, new house niggas, house. niggas right you, there. I'm going to keep your line open. And, and, and you know, I just want to say, you know, my hats off to you. You know I salute you, brother, for being a uh, for for being an icon of our ten point platform. For being an icon of of of, of liberation and being and, and, and being a revolutionary. Um, because it's not easy. It is not easy, um, especially from behind enemy lines. Uh, I'm going to go to our phone lines, but I'm leaving everybody's line open. That way, anybody can jump in at any time because everybody seems to be doing some good cooperating. Um, uh,
8: talking one at a time So I'm going to
7: open
2: a phone
8: line uh, 512-621 Your phone line is open Our power to the people Black power. My brother power to the I, I, I just want the input I've been doing a lot of thinking and studying I'm an impressive on that side of the view It's like uh, As soon as we start talking truth and facts They want to go to negative energy So I'm thinking if we stay on positive vibes and attack them with the truth, you know what I mean? It'll be more insight on where we're going instead of things that they want to do to go against us. So I'm thinking mm-hmm. if, like, we attach to youth quicker than they attach to youth, that'll be our mm-hmm. strong point in getting, um, you know what I'm saying, more onto, like, the original Black Panthers had it. Because, you know, they, they follow, like you said, life said. But the views got to cross, like our voice, is The it's it's the power within the voice. We got to get that power back. You know what I'm saying? How within do you our suggest people. we do
2: that with, with, with the youth, brother? How how do you suggest that we do that with
8: the youth? Uh, we can we can go to not not so much as the schools, but like have an after school program. Mhm.
2: Well, how, how about if I? We we don't need
3: that's we, that's we that's don't need another program, brother. We need a D program. That's what we, we do.
0: That,
8: that's what I'm asking. How, well,
2: well, <clears throat> how about if I tell you that we have after-school programs, and as soon as the parents, if they hear black power, they want, they, they want to take their kids out of there. Or as soon as the school, That's right. Uh, we had a school that was competing with us. Whatever it is that we uh, did, because I was ran from like four to six, and we spent dinner. We taught Swahili as a second language. We had the uh, Bobby Hutton, uh, Little Bobby Hutton Archery Club. Uh, What happened was the schools started competing with us. They started competing with our hours. They started feeding dinner. They started doing a whole lot of different things. And when it came time, uh, people would rather have had their children in that institution than to bring them to us. Uh, As a matter of fact, uh, Kevin, I need for you to uh, take this for a moment because this is our national
0: chairman on. One moment, okay? Okay.
3: Oh, no problem. I actually wanted okay. to, to actually applaud all of the brothers uh, for speaking up because I agree with you all. You all have said some things that are, you know, extremely important. And we do need to find a way to deprogram uh, our people because right now there's a whole lot of fluff in there. Um, the school system not designed for us. The only system that was designed for us was the prison industrial complex, and it was just, and it is flourishing with us, which is a problem, okay? Because some of our best minds are locked behind bars, being totally programmed and trained to not—they're allowed to sit there and fester rather than to promote them uh, being rehabilitated, if that's what you want to call it or whatever. I mean, it's positive to me, no matter what situation you're in that you can read at your leisure, that you can strengthen your mind, no matter what situation you're in, but what we have is a total programming of b s we are, our history has been wiped out, religion has been imposed and forced um yes. politics they has been sold to us as if it is a way out when it isn't. Um, the one thing they have not promoted was our self-sufficiency economically. That is not promoted. The one w- weapon during the civil rights movement that worked was the boycott, but yet they have learned to shut those down. Okay. Uh, so we have to look at the fact that if we don't, we have to stop waiting for a leader. We have to stop waiting for permission. Okay. Because that is not, that's not part of self-determination. Self-determination, I don't need permission.
4: I don't want equality. I want freedom.
2: (laughs) Let cut you guys off just for a moment. Our our national chairman, I just heard from him. Uh, He's going to be coming on in a second. Uh, Kevin, you really are just doing a wonderful job. Everybody that's on, I need to applaud y'all because, I mean, everybody's involved in this conversation, and I think it's absolutely wonderful that everybody has ideas regarding what needs to be done, you know, you know, because the, the bottom line is there's, there's a, a house nigger in everything that we do. And can you imagine if, they, if sure. it's this bad now, can you imagine what it was like back when they was really scared, when they really knew they were going to get something chopped off or, or, or mm. ripped, when they knew that those things were going to happen? Can you imagine how these, these individuals right. was telling everything they knew? It's the wonder they got anything done. So, um, mm. again, uh as we as we embark upon finding out um, what we could do, cause it, it, it it all makes me believe that you in, in some way you got to blackmail these folks. Here's our here's our chairman. Here's our chairman. He's he's on right now. Black
0: Power brother, chairman.
5: Black Power, Black Power. My brother. Listen, I'm I'm Black Power. Black Power family. Listen, I'm listening. Finish your thought. Let me get you know situated man. I can't believe it went down like it went down, but finish your thought, uh Minister, and I'm listening. I'll jump right in.
2: Well, um as I was saying, you know, um I just I I just recognize that these these um, new house niggas are everywhere. And if if they could deal with that during slavery, during during the my alpha, we got to be we, we listen. We got the internet we have, we are in the information age. We are in a thermonuclear information age. There's got to be a way to, to circumvent these individuals who wanna who wanna uh sell us out so that we are not liberated, so that we are dying. I mean, have you have anybody seen the cancer rate of black people? I mean, at, one, mm. at one time black folks didn't get cancer. All of a sudden the cancer rates are off the chain for black people. They're like what what is going mm-hmm. on here? So, 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 what's actually happening? What's actually happening is that now we need to have. A, I saw one woman in research, but the bottom line is, where's our research people? Who's keeping that from happening? So again, with uh, the the uh, liberation <clears throat> and being able to empower, I think information is empowered. Uh, like the information I just shared about the cancer. What we talked about with the water. What the young man talked about. Uh, um, um, being able to to, to to deal with the young people, you know, it's got to be a way to circumvent these people who are keeping who who call themselves our leaders, but they don't. Actually, they house niggas And believe me, Ras Baraka, I was in the street with him when we were brokering um, 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 peace agreements with, um, with with rival street organizations. I, I was I was in the street with him. So what I don't understand now is. What happened that now you're selling these, making these people, killing these people? What happened? You know what happened that you tell outright lies to the to the people? What happened that there's no jobs? What happened that there's mm-hmm. people um, homeless? What happened to you? You know so. Those I think those All things right. are operative. Those things are operative when we start talking about um. um who's in the way of our liberation. You, as soon as, as soon, they can be fighting side-by-side side with you, and then once they get in a position to do something for you, all of a sudden the tide changes. We had, we need a plan B and a plan C. <laughs> we need this, We need that. And I think the, the perfect one would be somebody that's not a politician, somebody that can sway votes but is not a politician. That's what I believe that we need. In any case, gentlemen, um you, uh, anybody else have anything else they need to say? Um, we every, everybody is lit up. I love this. Everybody is lit up, so everybody's welcome mm-hmm. to jump in and and, and say what they uh, want to say. But I just want to go back to the young brother for a minute. Um, you said uh, in order to be able to reach the youth, what what is it that you what is it that you meant by that? Five one two is the area code.
8: Yeah. Um. By meaning that, uh, I was saying like. How they have the programs we gotta unprogram just like you were saying uh, mm. basically i was I was looking at Kanye and how he approached it. It was kind of beat on what we're doing. We need to uh, basically unfold the negative energy that they dishing off into their brain like they're affecting uh, the learning process. They're only teaching them hatred, basically
9: mm.
8: all they know is hate. The colors and, you know what I'm saying, they're distracting them from the truth. That's kind of mm. what i was going with it.
2: Okay, where are you from? The right? other
3: thing that they're, they're being mean? taught is apathy as well, which is even worse than self-hate. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Where, where are you
8: from, if you don't mind me asking? I'm from Austin, Texas. I'm originally I'm from New
2: yeah, that's nice to Okay, brother, 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 brother. Yeah. Okay, so I, I want to thank I'm each gonna... and
8: every one of y'all, too. I'm learning. I'm learning as I'm going, cool also.
2: So please, my I'm brother. I, I need to thank everybody that's on the line. We have like an hour left. I'm gonna turn it over to our chairman uh Kevin <laughs> you are just indispensable as is everybody else on here chief mm-hmm. indispensable um nephew from behind enemy lines just mm-hmm. just uh, just awesome
0: mm-hmm. um
2: but i right now i'm gonna relinquish this mic and um you all will be able to soon catch me uh doing our uh I, I'll, I'll black I don't
5: know. I don't know about your I don't know if I should let you go. You've been doing such a wonderful job, you know, and everybody's been doing oh, it. I, I was <laughs> actually about
3: to ask not to let her go. Um, I actually wanted to invite you to be, um, no queen. I, 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 I'm serious. I actually wanted to invite you to be part of a round table discussion that we're going to put together soon. Um, so no, your voice is necessary. You did a wonderful job today. As far as I heard and every time I've ever heard you, um, I know it comes from from a real place. Um, So, you know, please pat yourself on the back, okay?
2: Well, I certainly will do that. I'm going to pat myself right now. However, I'm going to turn it over to our chairman. (laughs) I'm going to turn it over to our chairman. Because, you know, um, this is really not my forte. I, I do it with this here. The, 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 the political aspect, you know, um, of talking about it is really not my forte. However, I will come to your. Uh, you, do, you know how to get in touch with me, Kevin. You know, so definitely, and, and definitely, I, mean, I, I, was, I will so, definitely be doing that. I was so, so happy that. to know you was on here. I was so happy yes, you know you were going here. I was like,
0: oh, <laughs> okay, so yes, ma'am. It, <laughs>
2: Oh,
5: man, like I said, man, I I, I hate for it. So don't close your mic. I'm not going to close your mic. Leave your mic open. Smear way through the show. We don't want to switch up the, the flow or the stream like that. Um, okay. I'm truly appreciative. Yeah, so keep your mic open, minister. I'm truly appreciative for everyone that has time there, for everyone to understand this is what I'm talking about. When I'm always talking about my philosophy and my philosophy being that of communalism, um, and this is what communalism is. Everyone pulling together, banding together to make sure we, this radio program. I'm always saying is just not the People's Black Panther Party radio program. It is a People's radio program. It's everyone. It's an opportunity to express yourself, comments and opinions, um, to really ask questions or to in, in share and enlighten us with information that you have. So I'm always grateful for. I am so grateful for the people chiming in, and always grateful. For the wonderful staff I have, the minister, um, my, my minister of justice, Dr. Justice, for being able to hold it down in my absence and, and everything. Man, exhausted, doing the work, family. Out here doing the work, got exhausted, set the radio program up. I'm looking at the clock like I have 10 minutes, and next thing I know, I'm waking up it's <laughs> 9 o'clock. So, <laughs> you know how that goes, brother. That. You know, at, well, been okay, there, brother. I've been there, up, yeah, brother. I've been there. I know that feeling. I know that
3: feeling, okay?
5: Man. Man, wake up and wake yeah. up, and I got ten minutes left. I asked my my children, "Why didn't you guys wake me up?" We said we hollered and told you your phone was ringing. Okay, thank you, I, I appreciate it. Nobody wants to wake me up, but cool. Anyway, right. it sounded like it was a wonderful show, man. I hate that I missed it. I'm gonna have to go back and listen. And um, the topic we were talking about, and that's why I want you to stay on, Justice, because I don't want to digress. I don't want to take us all off track in the last hour. So you can help me um get get called up and make sure that I'm staying on track. I heard I heard that talking about um, the house nigga. And that was one of the topics because the topic was, the my topic was the house nigga, the revolution, the new nigga, which is the new house nigga, and the RBG movement. But I want to keep the flow going because we have such a good flow. Let's keep the go flow flow going.
0: Let's go to the
5: okay. phone lines. Yeah, four six nine seven five one four, five.
10: Your mic is open. Hey, uh, peace and love to everybody. Peace and love, Peace, peace and love. Uh, one of the issues uh, that, that I see going. One of the issues that I see going on is that uh, being a revolutionary is not cool anymore to the younger generation. A lot of the younger generation would rather, you know, be hip-hop artists. Not saying that that's a bad thing, but with the indoctrination that we are seeing um, in the music and on the TVs and stuff like that is a, is a big part of – why our younger generation, you know, don't want anything to do with the the Black Panther movement or anything like that. They don't see it as being cool anymore. So like um, the other guy was saying, we do have to make um, a real adjustment as far as trying to sway the younger generation back to being revolutionary because it's, it's a system of white supremacy that has been set up for us to, you know, uh, being the industrial revolution um, systems and being the prison system, so we do have to try and, and touch the younger generation.
5: Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, I, I you know, one of the first things though I think. Let me ask the because we had the mic open. I'm gonna give everybody an opportunity to ask that, brother uh, Kevin. Did you want to answer? Did you want to address that? Say something to that.
3: Um, actually, I, I, my thought on it, um. Wow, because I like what he where he took that. Um, I, I was having a conversation with one of my nephews. He uh, wants to do hip-hop. He he wants to, you know, he thinks he's going to be the next big thing and all of that. And I asked him, I said, okay, so let's say that you've already achieved that. What are you going to do with it? Because now you've got the power and you've got the platform. What are you going to mm-hmm. do with it? He says, I'm going to make as much music and as much money as I can. And I said, okay. I said, and, um, in doing that, what message are you leaving behind for those who are going to follow in your footsteps? Because, you know, the moment you make it, quote, unquote, others are going to yeah. think they can do it, too. What's so different about you? I said, Cause see, and see, and this is where I got in trouble with him. I said, because, see, now hip-hop sounds like the sounds that you make to your mechanic when you explain it to him what's wrong with your car. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, all these scripts, scripts and all of that. So, uh, you know, to me, that's not hip-hop. So, you know, I said, so what are you going to do with that? I said, because here's what I'd like to see you do. I know you're going to do what you got to do to make your money, but what are you going to do to help the next generation learn something that they didn't know?
8: Mm-hmm.
3: And he couldn't answer that question. And that's when the young brother earlier, when he was stating how important it is to deal with the youth,
8: mm-hmm. it made
3: me think. We have to come up with some real, true, honest solutions on how to approach our youth. We don't talk yeah. to the youth the same way that we used to. And we, the worst part is we don't listen to the youth
0: yeah. Yeah. at all. Absolutely. So um, Chairman, can I, I think can we
3: I... got some work to do in order to Great. make that change. We have to prepare ourselves and we have to listen to the youth because if we don't, uh, in the words of a poet, then your children will be raised by Viacom. And
7: with that, I'm going yeah.
3: to yield. Uh, <laughs> honorable uh,
7: chairman, yes. can, can I add on yes. to that? If you don't mind. Yes, so.
5: this, uh, uh, minister, uh, Griffin
7: chairman. Yes, sir. Chairman Griffin. Austin awesome yes, chapter. Just to add on to what, uh, the Honorable uh, Minister of Defense was saying for far as the youth, and then the brother was mm-hmm. just saying, how do you interject uh, that energy of revolution into the youth? I, I believe that it-, it just has to be a characteristic trait. I think what, what, yeah. what, what we're not identifying that a revolution is a man, uh, a revolution means to change, and, and any man should want to change a situation or circumstances that's not conducive for his community as well as his family. And that's what we got to interject into the youth. The youth got to come back to the point of respecting the face of what a man looks like and how he cares himself mm-hmm. and how he acts. And I think that's mm-hmm. the connection that we've lost amongst uh, the older generation and, and the younger generation because we lost that gap of respect, you know. Absolutely. Um, and it and go back, we was talking about uh, a while back ago when we had the old face of grandpa, you know, and great-grandpa. You know, them people just demand respect by who just they were, just their whole essence, you know, demand respect. And that's how it should be. You know, when, when a brother of revolution walked through the community, it should be total respect. You know, I could just imagine if Huey or David or, you know, Angela or, or some of the other brothers were walking through the community, it'd just be an automatic energy of respect. And so that's that's what we, we've lost, first of all, as men. And, you know, and and that's not transcending to the younger generation not realizing that they have an opportunity to and a responsibility to take on uh, in this battle. And and that's another thing we got to present to the table that, you know, we are at war, you know, we have to be open and honest about these things. And we have to uh, bring about an understanding in their minds at an early age because they are being killed, you know, so we have to make them aware we have to prepare them for what they might face one day. And with that, sir, I yield. Rob,
5: absolutely. Now, one of the things I agree with everybody, with with all of the comments and the statements on here, you know, but my question goes back into, a lot of time, redefining revolution. I think in this day and time, especially, you know, when we're talking to our young people, what is revolution? Revolution is no longer clearly defined. When we had the likes of Chairman um, Bobby Seals and and, uh, uh, Defense Minister Huey P. Newton from the Black Panther um, Organization and many other progressive black revolutionary organizations, revolution was clearly defined. They understood revolution being a tool, being an instrument to bring about social political change. And I don't think in this day and time that our revolution is clearly defined anymore, especially by so-called revolutionary organizations. What is the revolution? What do we hope to accomplish and achieve? What do we expect? How long is the revolution? Will it happen overnight? You know, do you need, is the revolution bloody? Is it a revolution of um, fisticuffs? Is it a physical revolution? Is it a spiritual revolution? Is it a mental revolution? There are so many questions. And I think those of us that are revolutionaries on our part have failed to make uh, to translate the revolution and to help the continuation of the revolution. One of the things that, if we say that revolution is an instrument or a tool of social political change, one of the things is they have they have begin to interject immorality to such a degree that it has changed our social not only changed our social condition but it has changed how we participate uh, one another socially, therefore eroding tearing down, breaking down, destroying any um social interaction we had we had that was empowering. Let me say that again because I don't know if that was truly understood. Yes sir. The interjection of immorality by the so called oppressor by, in this instance, we're talking about Africans here in the United States, black people here right. in the United States, by the oppressive force, this white man the United States government has interjected, asked, amongst other things, but now we're talking about the injection of immorality and uh, being unethical to such a degree that it has changed the interaction between us as African people socially. And, when it, and what I mean by changing the interaction socially, one of the things it has done is what we defy, As manhood, what we defy as adulthood, manhood or womanhood, what we defy as being successful. One of the reasons that we, when we look back at the 60s and the 70s and we find that the revolutionaries are respected, like sam Griffin said, when walking through the neighborhoods, is because it goes into that whole image of of black manhood and black womanhood. But I'm talking, I'm a man, I'm talking from a a brother's perspective. This is not to exclude sisters, but there was an image in a uh, not just an image, but a character. There was a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Description is not the, the the best word, but there was a role, a mold that black manhood would fit in for it to be defined as black manhood, and part of that was was very revolutionary in the concept. Because they were saying, not okay, not only did a black man provide for his family and be there for his family,
9: but the, the black
5: power movement, the black empowerment movement was saying also that we would not be brutalized. We would not be suppressed, oppressed, or exploited. And Correct. we would fight against that with our very last breath to ensure yes. not only equality, not only equality, because see, that was a civil rights movement to be equal, but empowerment. Hence being the revolutionary, the black revolutionary movement In the United States being called the black power movement See what I'm saying? These little things like that that we think are nuances These little things that we think are small and minute Are major when pushing the revolution to the next generation Letting the the so-called revolutionary, the new revolutionary coming in Understand completely what the revolution is about And the evolution of revolution because evolution must evolve. As the problems evolve, as the struggle intensifies, as the plots against you thicken, as the weapons against you, uh, against you increase, not only in uh, destruction but in sophistication and technological advances, and, and those weapons being not just uh, physical weapons such as guns and bombs, but psychological, social, uh, educational, chemical, uh, and mental weapons formed against us. The new revolutionary must be warned against that. But it's difficult to mention to warn the new revolutionary against that because we're dealing with the new house nigga. Right. You see, right. we're dealing with a we're dealing with a whole new house nigga. The house nigga in the days of old used to be, just to use a character, used to be like the uh brother, what is his name, Stephen, The brother on um uh, Django. Uncle
0: Tom. Uncle
5: Tom. He would, he or she, the aunt your mama, the house nigga or the aunt your mama, were clearly defined. Not just in their dress because he wanted to dress like that old European, but and not just in his dialogue because he, you know, he wanted to talk like that old European, but in his mannerism because he would act like that old European. Well, those days are over. The European, the white man, the oppressive forces are not worried about in as much a physical revolt as he used to be back then because he was outnumbered and his weaponry was primitive. You know. But now when you're talking about this war who has made leaps and bounds in technology and advancements in warfare, I don't feel like is really worried about a physical attack to that degree. Now, I may be wrong. You can press one. We can talk about it. But I don't think that they are really worried. And I see you, Carl. I'm going to come to you. Really worried about a physical attack to that degree. But one of the things, their biggest concern would be uh, be – a social reformation or a social revolution, not even reform, a social revolution, the revolution of the black man and the black woman the beginning to wake up and realize that, like, in the words, in the immortal words of Jesse Jackson, I am a subbotan And I'm more than just a slave. I'm more than just your nigger. I'm more than just your puppet. I'm more than just your piggy bank to constantly drop my pennies into a bottomless... Right. Uh, a gobbling machine. That doesn't mean me, my people, nor other minorities and, and and um or different groups any type of any type of good. So the house nigga, the new house nigga, capitalizing on this and understanding that blends right amongst us. He talks our talk, he dresses our dress, our tea dresses our dress. In a lot of instances in a lot of cases, you will find them sitting in your group. I've even seen some house niggas lead political and revolutionary organizations. I'm
0: serious. school no. ass.
5: Yeah. Because we're looking for yeah. coonism to be on... We're looking for the Kanye's. We're looking for blatant buffoonery. We're looking for just outright tomfoolery. What? We're looking for the Kanye West's. Yeah. And the... And the new house nigga is subtle. And it ain't even, you know what? I'm going to take that. It's not even that the new house nigga is subtle. It's that we haven't clearly defined our aims, goals, and objectives in the revolution. So any type of riffraff, rigamo, rigamoreau, vagabond-ass negro can come amongst us, drop some of the worst ideas, some of the most counterproductive, counterrevolutionary ideas, color it, and cover it in so-called revolutionary jargon, and we bite.
2: That's right. That's right.
3: That's right. That's correct. That's correct. And Did you want to
2: say
9: something
2: I know. Some could be around for years and the next thing you know, they go missing because they running behind the uh the the, the uh, so called elite. They running behind them yeah. and then they try to hide it and cover it up in the beginning and the next thing you know, they're not even a part of a formation anymore. And and and, and exactly. it's so disappointing because you had no idea that these individuals was like that. So, yeah, uh, I've seen it. I've seen it, and I've seen it in 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 since around Black Power. Black Power.
0: Black power. If, if I
3: could throw something in, um,
0: because yeah, there was brother.
3: something. My 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 takeaway from that Kanye West thing in the White House wasn't even him or uh, Donald Trump. The one who spoke the most to me that day was Jim Brown. My problem Mm -hmm. with that was was Jim Brown sat there quietly. And if you look when they panned and showed, because they made sure they showed how everybody was reacting to it. And I watched Jim Brown sit there and say nothing. Made very little eye contact. Now, and then he glanced over at Kanye, but really didn't say anything. And that's where Mm -hmm. I feel it was a problem. Because silence is complicity in my book. Mm And really, what would have I would have preferred that the soundbite had been that Jim Brown turned turned to Kanye and told him, "You need to sit down and be quiet for a minute because
0: sit down you sound sexual. like a fool
3: right now." Oh.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yes,
3: you are being foolish right now, and nothing you yeah. are doing is is productive at all. And uh, under no circumstance, you are sitting yeah. here basically promoting a racist talking about how you see him as a father figure, how his Make America Great Again hat makes you feel like Superman. And then you have the nerve to dismiss your mental issues as a misdiagnosis. And I sat and watched Jim Brown not say one word in our defense or about his talking about our demise. And I was bothered by that because Jim Brown was one of those during the 60s who used his celebrity to shine a light on the injustices that was going on. So what bothers me is how there's a point where the youth might be a problem, but some of our elders, uh, that's a problem too, big problem. This is why I feel like communication is the only way we're going to get this going and economic uh, self-determination. But as long as we keep this fractured, individualistic thinking and thinking that this integration is a good thing and all of these, if we just go along, we can get along all it's done is it has created a hostile environment within our own community towards each other. The young brother says something about how the brothers used to walk around in the street and they would get disrespect. And it was on them same streets that Huey Newton got shot. The mm. same
5: streets. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay? Yeah. And it wasn't that they didn't know no. who he was. They didn't care at some point. They
5: don't. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, right. right. everywhere. At, well, right. You know, as, as, sure. as a movement, let me go to this phone line, because I, I see I had this call awaiting, but I definitely wanted to touch on that, um, Commander Crosby. I definitely wanted to touch on it. But I we come back, let's go to this phone line. Shuffle Your mic is open Yo Peace bro Yo Peace What's going on Abashi
4: How you doing man Just enjoying the man, show I'm man good. As always you have a loaded topic uh, I mean It's so much being thrown out there man Everybody's putting That information out there I don't know where to get, get in But I'm going to go back to something One of the brothers said That was uh, profound and made a lot of sense What he said about um, Seeing men And He was right in that aspect Because Like he said um, They want to be hip hop artists And He said not that anything is wrong With wanting to be a hip hop artist But um, What are the images we are seeing We're no longer seeing The strong Even past just the images we got to think about how smart, um, since we're talking about Huey Newton, how smart
0: his brother was, mm-hmm.
4: how smart and, and, and how profound his answers was, and how progressive. Um, and I definitely agree with uh, Jim Brown's style of being complicit. But here, here, here's my take on the whole Kanye situation. I seen so many celebrities criticizing him, and. I mean you fit everywhere with that with with the house niggas. I, I I have to back up a little bit and touch on and touch on the house niggas. Because the reason we've been able to get such house niggas is because we have forgotten that we're even struggling. So it's like, um, our youth don't even see us struggling no more. It's like, okay, we'll shoot. And as you say about the rap game, look at the rap game now. It's so instantaneous. We don't have any artists no longer that can have a Lifetime Achievement Award, meaning who has a body of work in the music industry, like an earth, wind, and fire, like a temptation. We we don't have anything like that. So now everything is instantaneous, making money, making money. So they've forgotten that we're even in a struggle. And one more point I want to make,
0: and
4: and I'm not stepping on toes, but I'm going to step on them and tell the truth. When we're looking at the, the, the Negro intellectuals, because I don't call them revolutionaries that we have now. If I speak on somebody, no disrespect to the brothers, but I got to call it like it is, a Umar Johnson. We're not seeing nation building. We're seeing intellectual masturbation. We're not seeing anything that make, uh, I don't think the youth is seeing anything that make them want to follow in Huey's quick steps. Because now the revolution has been marginalized to Internet debate. Oh, we ain't African. We, we indigenous. And there's an argument over how how confused we are. So I think when we're looking at the house niggas, the house niggas, Brother Yanger comes in so many, like you said, it was just Stephen of Now we have it in the form of LeBron James. Now we have it in the form of Kanye West. Now we have it in the form of um, Ben Carson Now we have we have it in so many various Now we have the intellectual revolutionaries um, Like the brother that um, produced Hidden Colors Now Hidden Colors is a good good film To start you off with your so-called company But if we look <coughs> at what this brother is doing We have to get back to checking these brothers and say Look man, you can't do that in our community You can't make money off our people and take that money somewhere else. So to me, the, the house in this man is, is so wide now that we can't even figure out what's what. And I do. Yeah.
3: Actually yeah. brother, it, it, if, I, if I could jump in real quick, cause I'm going to have to bounce in a minute. I just, I love what that brother just said. I appreciate him. Cause I got into it with Umar Johnson about a year ago. <laughs> and, uh, we had, a, we had a pretty heated uh, d- discussion, and I asked him some questions that I knew he couldn't answer, and he didn't answer them. He immediately deflected. But I did want to finish off saying I appreciate you guys sharing. Let me share your time with you today. I appreciate it. I appreciate Man. everything we appreciate that you guys are doing. we appreciate being
5: brother. Listen, listen <laughs> Kevin. Kevin. Kevin, you know, we appreciate you being a preacher, brother. But, man, you know you family, man, anytime, anytime. You know, it's an automatic open mic, brother. Come on, man.
3: My brother. And and actually what I wanted to leave everybody with was this statement. A few years ago I put up a post on Facebook because me and an elder were talking, and he said something, and we wound up getting stuck on that point. And the uh, thing was, I was telling I said, wow, it's just sad how easily, you know, we, we allow ourselves to be purchased, um, our, you know, especially those who have a platform. And he said, yeah, but there's a reason why. And I, had, I was just being smart, and I said, yeah, that's because there's a market for niggas. Mm. And he told me, he said, you ought to put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> and I I, love to, I, love to, I I leave people with that thought. I want y'all to think about that statement. Yeah. There's a market for niggas. Yeah, and with that absolutely. I am gonna yield. I'm gonna I'm gonna bid everybody a great night. Um Black Power Revolution is in our DNA. Happy happy birthday Black to power. the third generation Oakland chapter Black Panthers. Appreciate them Black with power. their sacrifices. Black power. Yeah, definitely I salute you, Yanga, Black Power, uh, Black Justice Black and everybody power. on this call. I appreciate you guys. Um Keep doing what you're doing, okay? Revolution is in our DNA, and I'm out.
7: Right on, Later, man. Thank
3: you, brother uh, Kevin.
5: Man, like I said, it's so always funny. always an honor to have you on, brother. Man, always an honor, uh, and that support is needed. You know, we don't touch on black, and like what Obasi was saying, and some of the things, man. Just want to touch on that briefly. And I see my call line, uh, the lines. We can come to you in our, our last few minutes. Um, yeah, I, I go back to saying that you know Obasi, like revolution has not has ceased to be clearly defined. You know, one of the things is especially coming the black power movement was birthed out of the civil rights movement. Facts. Historic facts. So regardless of the so called black revolutionaries in this day and time, however they feel about Dr. King, however they feel about the Abernathy's and the Lowry's and uh, whatever. You know, some of our great civil rights movement, the facts remains that the black power movement was birthed out of the civil rights movement. One of the things in the civil rights movement was a clamoring for or they were a demand for equality and being equal monetarily, being equal economically, saying that, like I said before in the last program, if I spend my money with you, I don't want to go through the back door. If I spend my money with you, not only do I want the same quality, the same quality of product, I want the same quality of service. And I think that this European discovered two things. One, there's value in knicker pennies. Nickel pennies add up. That there is money in the black community. There's gold in them hills, boys. There's money in the black community. And we see how we're being targeted by every other ethnicity in our community to bear witness to the fact that the black community is not broke. The black community just does not know how to spend to advance itself as a people. That's one. Secondly, they realize not only... Was there money in the black community that we can die, we can derail these Negroes from this whole from this whole call uh so called civil rights shit, this so called equality, so called equality fight for equality, this so called fight for economic equality, um in in the fact that if they if we spend our money with you we want the same treatment. They said it's something in that. Let's give the niggas what they want. Not equality. Or not the illusion or the appearance of equality You know, for one, me as being a separatist and a revolutionary I don't think they're anyone to be equal to But let's talk from the standpoints of the civil rights Not just, excuse me, the illusion of equality Some call it perceived equality Let's flood these niggas with their every desire Their every material wish and whim They want the big house, let's give the negroes a big house Negro want to drive a Cadillac, let's let the niggas drive a Cadillac Let's let him buy totally in economically. Let there be no separation, no disparity, no discrimination, no anything when it comes to the economics and material possession of black folks and white folks. Let them have access to the exact same shit that we have access to. Flood their material desires. And once the material desires, once our yearning for a lot of these material possessions was satisfied, we thought that we had arrived. We thought the revolution had been won. I got a color screen TV. I got this nice car. We thought that we had arrived, taking our eye off the prize. And not just that, that in connection with and coalition with the intense COINTELPRO attack. Remember, like I think it was Brother Kevin was saying, we're at war. We're at war now. We were at war then. And so it wasn't just, you know, one thing. It wasn't just they launched uh, the police did raids and they invented the SWAT team, whether it's a special weapons and assault team or tactics, special weapons, assault and tactic team. You know, it wasn't just that they invented this. It was also economic war, psychological war, um, counter intelligence war, that being a, a, uh, a convert war and a war of espionage and like that real spy stuff you see on television. It was really launched and waged against us. So the focus and the direction of the revolution got lost and it's hard to translate into that and we understand why the people want to be hip-hop anybody our young people want to do anything that's successful now it's hip-hop at one point in time it was athletics when i was coming up it was being a gangster and a dope dealer those, those were the people you know you wanted you aspired to be the gangster and the dope dealer that's where the money was so it's only natural for our young people to aspire to that When we talk about us as being older people, it's that we have lost control of or we have relinquished control of the social dynamic in our community. What is acceptable and what is not acceptable? What will get your ass ostracized? It might even, in some instances, God forbid, and not from any hands of the people I know, might even get your ass killed in the black community. There were crimes that would get you killed in the black community. So losing this control of the black community, losing this of our social direction Losing the ability To clearly distinguish Between that which is evil And that which is beneficial For an African people in America Has diluted Has clouded the revolution It is no longer clear So much so And I don't have time to go into this Because I want to talk about The RBG movement And I really wanted to get Some of our RBG people on the land Revolutionary but gangster, And I was a very big part of that movement when it when it first hit me, when I first heard about it and it was explained to me, I was like, "Yeah, damn, that's it, revolutionary butt gangster." And as we grow in our revolutionary understanding, our revolutionary knowledge, we understand that that very statement in itself is an oxymoron. It's like fresh flo- frozen. It can't exist. Revolutionary butt gangster can't exist, and anything that you use the word "but" in negates the first. Uh, the first statement. So if I say revolutionary, but gangster, I'm saying revolutionary, but negates that, me throw the revolutionary out, but gangster means I'm really a gangster, hiding under revolutionary pretexts. And I think it's things like that that further cloud the direction of young people or um, doesn't encourage them, or even in some instances, uh, dissuades them from participating consciously progressively and productively in the
4: revolution of Africans here in America. I, I you know can agree, I can agree with that. I can agree with that, brother Daniel. Because also yeah. if we look at um like let's look at the nation of Islam when they had a requirement of cleaning yourself up. It wasn't you could be uh nation of Islam under Malcolm or Elijah Muhammad and still remain to be gangster. You had to clean yourself up. So I agree wholeheartedly with that because that still allows them to still be the niggas when it's not a real, because to me, yeah. why there's no clear-cut, concise uh, definition of re- what revolution is because of what you just said. It still allows you to be revolutionary, but gangster me, right, the mean, yeah. but I, I still get with your hands if you my brother and do something to you, and we got to get away from that. It can't, it, the
5: two can't exist It's like what you said I'm going to tell you when, As The more as I started to the, the, the study about it And think about it and why I ended up leaving it Because it allowed a gray area in the, Either you're a house nigga Uncle Tom Counterproductive Counterrevolutionary ass nigga Or you're a revolutionary Either you're with us Or you're against us There's no gray area in this There should be no gray area And when we do the study And when I was reading um, From the writings of Sundar Cola, Sunjata, some pronounce it Sundada, some say Sundada. Akola, that was with uh, uh, the Black Mamba, that was with the, the Queen of Shakur on the Turnpike, and was instrumental in that. He said in some of his writings, he was talking about one of the failures of the uh, Panthers of the third development of the third wave of Panthers. Some call the original was the inability to separate gangster behavior among some 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 members and chapters. The inability to separate gangster behavior from that of revolutionary behavior. And what it does when I say it leaves a gray area, it leaves them walking the straddling offense. If you're revolutionary and you go to the person that's RBG, revolutionary but gangster, you say, brother, you're doing this and that, man, that's not revolutionary. He said, man, I'm RBG, I'm, but I'm gangster. But I'm gangster, brother. That's why I don't know all the way over like that. That's why I do these things that you may count, call counterproductive. I sell dope. You know what I'm saying? I beat black women in the be. I tote this pistol. Like you, like you said, Obata, I'll roll on the nigga if I got to because I'm a gangster. But you're really scary as hell. You're really a chump punk ass because when the gangster rolls to, you'll be like, yo, let's get into this, do this, let's get into this This madness, this foolishness. Let's do some gangster shit. You're all about, I would, but I'm, I'm, I'm revolutionary i don 't go that far' because i 'm revolutionary brother see it 's a punk role you don 't want to commit you want to throw these things out there that allows you to straddle the fence and not have to address your brother who's doing wrong in the uh community because you 're gangster <laughs> and not have to address this white oppressor
0: oh, you see what i 'm
5: saying you don 't have to so you 're straddling the fence you don't you, you need to choose a side. This is why I say that these type of things are detrimental, and I'm not saying that every person that's RBG, like I said, I was sincere in my participation, propagating, being down with RBG. I was sincere. I was a gangster, and it sounded good. It's familiar what I came up with. It's revolutionary. This is up my alley. I can do all of these things and not change a beat, but say that I'm for the people so it was right up so it was right up my alley but one of the things i realized that when we talk about this new nigger and this new house nigger these new niggers and these new house niggers would come up with these ideas for dumb shit for things that don't really when really studied as the revolutionary should do because the revolutionary is a scientist the revolutionary is a researcher the revolutionary is one who studies the revolutionary is one who says he sees the importance of study because the revolutionary knows he knows that whatever they do must be studied and researched because it has to be advantageous and beneficial to african people in america That's the marks of a black nationalist revolutionary, a revolutionary black nationalist. What I'm doing is advantageous and beneficial to the advancement, the empowerment, and liberation of African black people here in America, even if they decide to do hip-hop. Like you said, we don't have a problem with the hip-hop. It's those that control the industry that say the only people in hip-hop would, would, that will would be rewarded are those that practice uh, preach and rap misogyny, which is exploitation and the craziest talk about our women, which, by the way, family, brothers, listen, we're some of the only people that really do that shit that start exploiting our women. And now you find other groups beginning to do it because they're following a trend, our trend. We've started that. So we we find that in in hip hop, the only way to get ahead is to practice misogyny, so-called gangsterism, where we're murdering, maiming, robbing, crippling, devastating, and decimating the black community. That's promoted. But lyrics of of upliftment are lyrics really pointing out the picture of what's going on with us in society or who we are and how we relate to society and society relates to us are not promoted,
9: and this is a problem.
5: Us not taking control of our own destiny, us not being a people that says no longer will our image be exploited, no longer will we be exploited, but this is how we're going to handle business. Let me go to our phone lines real quick because I see people holding. Um, 619-9637. Your mic is open.
8: 619
5: 619- six Black Power. 96- Black Power.
8: No, I don't think he's on. I was saying Black Power is his own brother. Oh,
5: okay. I'm thinking that was, I didn't know that was cheap. Let's go to our next line then. Uh, 216 5363. Three. Your mic is open. Black Power. Black Power. What's going on, Chairman?
6: Hey, man. Everything's uh, cool. I just want to be real quick. Uh, one is in terms of the street. Uh, that we call gangs and free formation, uh, m- many of the Panthers' leadership formed the Liberation Army came out of those street formations. And they took their energy in the movement of Shakur, uh, 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 Brother G, Geronimo, all of them, brothers from the West Coast to the East Coast, came out of formation and became members of the Panthers, took political education, went in the field, and began to work with the peoples that they once exploited and brutalized, winning as Panthers as program. The other thing is that they took their energy and say, we've been warring against each other. I know because I've been there. Anybody on question my credibility, call me, and I sit down and talk to you. They knew. The Art of Warfare and Golden Warfare, because they've been doing it on their brothers and sisters for so long, but they got the, the correct philosophy and ideology of revolutionary black nationalism pan Africanism. This is why they was able to wage the black nationalist struggle and able to leave and go to Cuba and after other place. Because they're standing from a game, as we said, by a tribe, become as a nation. So they died as a tribe were born as a nation. The other thing is when we talk about hip hop, we talk about Hero Newton and all them, what made us so great, we need to go back and study, study, study. We didn't have the technology. Technology, listen to the word. Technology means ideology. Technology is ideology. The Europeans used that as ideology or brainwash. Back then we had flyers. We had to go hand-to-hand. We had to get out, we had street patrol, and we went hand-to-hand, we built, we were face-to-face, and we talked to people. That was part of history that wiped out. The European came in with technology, ideology or technology, and took us away from relating to our people. Now we can sit in our living room, fax, and do everything else, even have sex, call. Lines and everything, we don't even have to touch each other no more. His technology has taken us away from the ideology of touching and speaking to the people. But we're going to beat that. Why? Because the Vietnamese and everybody else didn't have no technology. But they beat the greatest technology country on the planet. They beat it Europe. Why? Because they still had contact with flyers. They still had contact with putting the the, uh, flags in the people's hands. And guess what? You couldn't have been a better gang than a Viet Cong. Viet Cong would be any crip, blood, uh, any gangster disciple, but they got politicized and they organized and became a government. So I just want to say that we need to study more and go back and then not only study but apply some of that. When the last time we had a flyer and went out to hand to hand and put it yeah. in people's hands. Yeah. They're using Facebook.
0: Yeah. Using it has to be see. I
6: agree.
5: I agree yeah. with that. It, it has to be some social interaction, yeah.
6: Yeah, and that's why the gangsters so that's why I love the gangsters. I walk among the gangsters, Virginia, You know I walk among the
0: gangsters. Yeah. And that's yeah. what they
6: do. The gangsters out in the corner recruiting you, man, they're in front of the grocery store. Hey, young, mm-hmm. hey, man, mm-hmm. they ain't on Facebook getting the young boys. The young boys don't know nothing about that. They're in the grocery store. Hey, man, uh, your mama all right, this and that. They out there recruiting, and they see in their face, man. Oh, oh gee, so-and-so, so-and-so. That little boy knowing, But do we know yeah, you?
4: Yeah, yeah.
6: Come on man. I now, think that's man.
9: the ticket.
5: Yeah, that's the that's the ticket, man. That's the ticket. I'm gonna jump in here with you, uh, Abu. Yeah, that's the ticket. You know, a lot of social interaction. We have to get back to interacting socially. You know, physically, yes. socially. I know we're we're living in a time now where we really can't discount the technology because we've made those advancements. No. We've made those leaps. You know, um, like my my yeah, my children, man, they're full with that computer stuff. Yeah, but the social obligation and responsibility. To our community, still has to be pushed. I think that our failure is like what you're saying, Chairman Carr. I totally agree. But one of the things I put on us was our failure to evolve. Our failure to evolve. We got caught up into stagnant thinking. There's a good book out there, man, by the Robert Greene, the same one that wrote the 48 Laws of Power, he wrote, it's called the 33 Strategies of War. And one of the things he talks about is this stagnant thinking, this thinking from the past, this being caught up into things that are familiar and comfortable just because they're familiar. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They make them come That's to, right. Being caught up with what's familiar, and so we get into that because of, the comfort, because of the comfortability, because of the familiarity. I don't know if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah, well. when we... Let me just, Go ahead,
6: real uh, quick. Uh, let I got a couple it. minutes, so I'm gonna give you a couple more minutes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Real quick. What made us successful during the '60s, and why counter Tellers program came at us, and they're relaxing now because we doing what we doing because we got the buffers on Negroes. Yeah, yeah. But I don't
5: know if I, I, I don't know if I would agree that they're relaxing though, um, Chairman. Oh uh, well, no,
6: no, no, uh-uh, no, uh, yeah. no. I'm saying they're not overtly attacking us as they did in yeah. the '60s. Yeah. But yeah. they're yeah.
0: there. Yeah.
6: Because every department is not the chairman department to be a professional. It's the defense department. Yeah. It's yeah. the economic department. Every department must show a level of professionalism.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: And this is mm-hmm. where the government and the enemy said these Negroes skin professional. See, as long mm-hmm. as they got one individual they can point at or two individuals they can point at, this is the strategy and they use once again, and I end this by saying this, please do not touch each other hand no more. We do not look each other in the face no more.
0: Mm-hmm. We got
6: Instagram and Facebook. We look in everybody's house. Oh man, your house was good. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That's a beautiful, this and that beautiful. Yeah. We never see them. And I'm saying, there's yeah. well, time now that we go back to the old strategy. Is that gonna work? I'm gonna tell you something. You know who doing that? And they taking all me, our uh, economics.
0: Yeah. To oh, oh, yeah. To it. Well, Every yeah, they're they getting our
6: people's face.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah,
5: because right, like you said, they're getting they're getting that money.
6: You know, what I'm saying yeah. they're getting That's that money.
5: Right. I'm, a, I'm a, you know, one 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 other thing, Let me say this, Chairman Car, because we got a few minutes,
8: <laughs> and yeah. I just
5: jumped So, You know, I got I got to say something. Um, That's yeah. You know, first, they they're getting that money, and 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 I want us to know that because, like I said, I think that you're definitely on the money, but I think that our people have to know that it was a progression, that it, they just didn't introduce the computers. Um, overnight that we began to lose this inter, this uh, social interaction or common sense in our social interaction. You know, it was a gradual process. When they began to start to take the man out of the home, when they began to start making it to where the sister had to have be the breadwinner, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of those brothers, even you, Abu the test, a lot of the brothers come in, they were locking brothers up, Brothers was on the run, so there was no men around, and the women began to have to work. You know what I'm saying? So that began to erode the black family. And if you want to destroy a community, if you want to destroy a nation, start with the family. That is the microcosm of the macrocosm. That community is only going on a nation is only reflective of the uh, into the socialization of the black family of the family that makes up that nation. And when you destroy that when we begin to lose that social interaction and that connectedness, when we stop going to Big Mama's house for Sunday dinner, when we stop visiting, when Big Mama stopped living with us. You know, it wasn't just these fathers abandoning their children. We begin to abandon families. We begin this phenomena of putting our old folks in uh, our our elders in nursing homes. We stop taking care of our older folks chasing a dollar. And that left, when you do that, when you begin to change your social interaction, when you begin to change your social cultural expressions and your norms in more ways, then that, that hole is going to be filled with something. Listen, I have no more time. I'm on my last stage. But what we'll do, family, since I joined late, and apparently, man, I got on this thing just as I don't know what to think. I don't know if I've seen this many this many listeners since, uh <laughs> man. So apparently you were doing a bang-up job. I want to thank. That's um, right. I want to thank you. Yeah, I want to thank you for being able. And this is what I'm talking about: communalism and teamwork. Sister, jump right in. hadn't heard from me. I'm in here knocked out, slobbering sleep, and I must have needed it. Thank God. And you know, without a hitch, the show went on. Six one nine. I'm sorry I didn't get through. I think that's my chief of stab war. I'm not. I'm not certain. But we'll catch everyone next time. Listen, join us next time. Make sure we have justice on here again to do this, and we may even quite possibly revisit this. I'm your brother, national chairman, Yang and Krumah, People's Black Panther Party for Self-Determination. I want to thank everybody for spending their uh, Tuesday with us. Check you out. Check us out next Tuesday, same time. You already know the phone number to call in. If you're listening on the computer, listen back in, and we'll catch you. With that... I, w- I usually say I gr- I I leave you as I greeted you but since I didn't greet you this time then I leave you how I'm leaving you and I leave you with all power to you leave us with a
0: greeting
5: with the greetings right on all power to oppress
0: people African powers, black and average power. people and black power black power black power black power bless
1: Yo, all I need is one mic, one beat, one stage, one nigga front, my face on the front page. Only if I had one gun, one girl, and one crib, one god to show me how to do things. It's sun dead, pure, like a cup of virgin blood, mixed with 151, one sip, I'll make a nigga flip. Writing names on my hollow tips, plotting shit, mad violence. who I'm going to this hood politics acknowledging. Leave bodies chopped up in garbages, seeds, watch us.